Welcome to the Dames Who Dish podcast. Well, we are here. (laughs) (laughs) We're here. It's Thursday evening. We're having a cocktail. I have not had a cocktail for three nights. Three nights? Why? Because I'm still working, bitch. Oh, you can't have one when you come home? No, I can, but it's Lent, and that's my little Lenten oh, thing. Oh, 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 well, see, that's why you just kind of... <laughs> also, the funny part about that is I said, I'm not going to drink when I don't have a pot. So the podcast I'll drink, and then on the weekends I'll have a cocktail. So then I'm like, is Sunday part of the weekend? Wait, didn't you give up chocolate? I did that too. So chocolate and wine? Why are you doubling well, up I'm on the Lent? Well, I'm not giving up wine. Wait, I had my reading today with the... yeah. Irish Mystic. Shout out Irish Mystic. Shout out Irish Mystic. If you listen to Jeff Lowe's Live, you will get that reference. Shout out Shane. (laughs) I've never had a reading. Have you ever had a reading? No, I'm scared. (laughs) Well, he doesn't do bad readings. They're all positive. I don't want him to tell me that me that I have some kind of disease or somebody in my family is something bad's gonna happen. That does not happen. So on Instagram, he's the Ireland medium. I heard about him from the Zen Blonde, who is our podcast and Instagram friend. She had a reading by him. Actually, I looked at his site, and this is really bad, but Erica Rose had a reading by him also. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. So what's his Instagram? It is, if you put in the Ireland medium, it's there, but it's the underscore Irish underscore mystic. Okay. First of all, obviously, I'm Irish. Not obviously. I am Irish. (laughs) So when this popped up, I thought, well, what better medium for me to start with? Yeah, you have a connection. The Irish medium. He does it through your Instagram. So he video calls you. Supposed to be a half hour. It was 50 minutes because we were so into it. And you told him nothing beforehand. He didn't have your Facebook or your your Instagram. He had the the dames. He had the dames who dish Instagram. That's all. I told him nothing. And he touched on a lot. Um, There were a few things that I can't figure out yet. I did record it so that I could go back and listen. There were some things said by people who have passed that there's no flipping way he would know or anybody else would know. That's pretty cool. Yeah, personal things. He's also so nice and so sweet. Um, So yeah, if you want to hit him up, I just messaged him on Instagram. It was fun. It was very cool. Will I do it again? I don't know. I mean, people do that. Like people use mediums like like therapists, I think. (laughs) I don't think I need to do that, but I've always wanted to do it. I don't know. I've always had this, well, what would it be like? And what would they say? So no, it was all very positive experience for sure. Good, good. So that was exciting. Wanted to give him a little shout out. Shout out, Mystic. (laughs) (laughs) Irish Mystic. Um, the courtship. Yeah. So, um, on regular TV, regular TV, what is it? NBC or something? Yeah. Something like that. One of those channels, ABC, NBC, (laughs) real broadcast TV that we never watch anymore. Nope. So what did you think overall? I'm totally into this. Me too. The girl is very likable. Nicole. Nicole. Miss Remy. Yeah. Miss Remy. It's set in the Regency era England, which whatever the fuck that means. Regency 1900s, early 1900s, yeah. The guys dress the part. They live in a castle. Her parents are there who are lovely, normal people. Mm -hmm. Her sister's there and her best friend. And they all get to meet it. It's her court. 
it's like you would do in those times. It's very Jane Austen. Yes, very Jane Austen. And I love the fact that her parents, her sister and her best friend are there to kind of vet these guys. But she's very confident. She's very confident. And gorgeous. And they talk and and as they waltz. Love it's this. very funny. These guys are funny also. There's some really attractive gentlemen, I think. There's one from, from our hometown. I don't know how far he gets. I don't think he gets he made, very far. He made the first cut. Yeah. So they mix and mingle. And then at the end, they have a farewell dance. And they either stay or she says, your carriage waits. <laughs> and off they go. Off they go. And then the parents are sitting to the side. And of course, they have their favorites. And the mother's a doctor. And there was a doctor mm-hmm. in the the men and the guy who was I think he was an anesthesiologist he was trying to connect with the mother more than freaking Miss Remy he was weird the anesthesiologist <laughs> yeah. was kind of weird she let him go he's gone <laughs> so they're what did they have 16 men I think 16 guys well she sent two home so 14 now I don't know how many weeks this is listen we are right on the heels of what's the show Bridgerton season two coming back I think that's coming up this month in March is it yeah oh so I'm just so ready for this. I, this is my era. I should have lived in this era. I wanted the clothes from this. They fit my body perfectly. <laughs> they puff out at the waist. You don't see what's under that. It was entertaining. I loved it. I mean, I, I couldn't do I'm all in. those corsets and all that crap. I wouldn't do the corsets. Mm-mm. No, thanks. No, and then we that. had another new show that we, um, did you watch the Candy in the Gang? I didn't. Okay. How was it? Um... It was okay. I can't say it was great. So basically, they're talking about the old lady gang and all the problems that they've had with the restaurant. They didn't pass an inspection, like a health inspection. They've had a lot of people come and go. But, so a lot of people wait, come and is go. This, is this the is this the first lady in the gang restaurant? The old few. lady gang. Or yeah, the, the old it, lady gang. Yeah. So she's got the old lady gang. She's got Blaze, which is the steakhouse. And then they have, a, a, I think they're opening another old lady gang somewhere else in Atlanta. Oh, so this is the original old lady gang. This is I the original. It was fantastic and it was going well. And Well, apparently the uh, management is mm. not so well. So they had bad management. All these things are happening. So they bring us through this cast of characters, which are mostly male. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're they're interesting. So it's kind of a little bit like Vanderpump, Vanderpump rules, but with an Atlanta flair to mm. it. And and I mean, I like it, but I have to start to feel like connected to these cast members. Do and you, I'm not there yet. Do you feel there's a lot of acting involved, or is it pure? I mean, because there's um, always a little bit of acting in these. No, shows. I think it feels like it's pretty realistic. Okay. I mean, what it tells me is that Candy's not a great. <gasps> manager when it comes to restaurants but she's not a manager she's not the manager she wants to keep her people that are loyal and friends but are shitty workers well that's kind of her thing she keeps these people around her it's talks the restaurant guys shouldn't even be on candy well it it kind of is on candy because candy's pushing to keep some people that have real attitude problems Mm, that but i could see candy doing that but they're a good person and they were with they're me loyal. back then. Well, who cares? They're not loyal if they're treating your customers like shit. <laughs> oh, they're treating the customers like shit? Oh, my God. The the hostess is super rude. Oh. It, it's just, it's but, kind of a mess. But then if we went to Atlanta after watching the show, we would expect to meet the rude hostess. Of course. <laughs> so of she course. has to stay now. And her three, you know, her mom and her two aunts are pretty funny. But are, do they work there? No, I think they come in to make an appearance, to sign autographs, take pictures. I mean, they're kind of like the draw, you know, for the restaurant, but they're not like waiting tables or anything. No, No, but it was their recipes. Yes. Okay. 
but they're not cooking. <laughs> no, 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 they're not cooking. But I looked up there because um, after, you know, at the beginning when they were starting to talk about the reviews weren't great and, you know, that all the issues they were having with the restaurant and management, I looked up the um, reviews and they're not good. What is the main complaint? The food? The food, service. Um, the service and the attitude of the Oh, so the, it's um, exactly what they're addressing mm-hmm. on the show. Wow. Yeah. But it well, doesn't seem like it has improved at all. Hmm. Well, I'll have to pick it up. I I don't always like Candy's offshoot shows. It's one that you watch in the background. It's yeah. not something that you have to watch intently. I just forgot to tape it because it's a brand new show. I forgot. Mm-hmm. I forgot. So should we just jump right into The Bachelor? And no. The Women Tell no, all? because I watched a few other shows. Oh, what did you watch? Top Chef Houston started. You're not a huge... Oh, it did? Do you watch Top Chef? I used to watch it all the time, yeah. but now it doesn't pop up. These chefs are highly accomplished. They're like, how many James Beard Award winners? Two raise their hand. Oh. How many work at a Michelin star restaurant? Eight raise their hand. How many work for a three Michelin star restaurant? One raises his hand. It's like, fuck these people. Wow. So it's going to be good, I think. Survivor started. Don't watch it. <laughs> Yeah, it was a two-hour premiere. They filmed this on the heels of the other one. So these people here did not see last season's. Last season, it was a bit much. Jeff Probst was being very careful with what he was saying. He was a woke. It was a woke survivor. Uh, It was a woke survivor. Too woke? It was fine, but it's like, just be woke. Don't talk about being woke. Don't tell me how woke you're being. Yeah, Yeah. don't say, like, one of the main things last time was... You know, I realized that when I would speak to you all, I would say, come on in, guys. Is anybody offended by that? And then one person raised their hand and go, well, kind of, yeah. I mean, if you're asking, okay, you shouldn't say that. Thank you for addressing that. I will not say that any longer. And so then it, they made such a big deal, like, come on in, people. <laughs> he didn't say anything. Just like, come on in. Okay, just fucking do it, Jeff. Don't talk about doing it. Yeah. So finally this season, they're they're just doing it much better. Stop yeah. talking about how great you are making the change. Just fucking do the change. God. <laughs> so anyway, they have some really great personalities, good characters, a very diverse crowd. Is it an hour episode? Usually, but but last week was uh, two hours. Two hours. Okay. But Get generally, the, it's an hour a week. Yeah. Okay. They, they did introduce last season a lot of twists and turns. And their big thing is it's faster and more complicated than ever before. And it's like, it is. It's so complicated. You could barely follow along. <laughs> the only reason I could follow along this season is because I barely followed along last season. So anyway, it's fun. Did you start piece, uh, Pieces of You on Netflix? Pieces of You? Yeah. No. Pieces of Me? Pieces of Me? Pieces of You? I don't remember. No, I saw it. Is it mm. good? Yeah. It's What's it about? Just, I don't know. I can't. It's too complicated. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We tried to watch the dropout, but it, for whatever reason on Hulu, it showed episode two and three. One we couldn't get. It like wasn't there. There's three episodes out. I watched all of them. Amanda Siegfried is very good in this. Oh. It's good. I mean, I watched all the other things. We listened to the podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, it fills in some pieces. Oh, good. Also. All I th- right. Well, you know, because it kind of goes through her past. I think it's very good. The only thing they don't talk about is the voice like they act like she always had that deep voice and, and we've heard didn't. that she didn't it almost also sounds like it's coming from her perspective oh interesting yeah elizabeth holmes perspective. yeah like she had some like she gave her take maybe i'm she not did. i'm not sure all, all right. right now i'm ready to talk about bachelor 
Well, should we talk about the women tell all first? Because that yeah. happened before The Bachelor. Because it was a two Ooh. night, two back to back nights. It was a lot of time, Anne. I think it was Jesse, a lot of time invested. It was. But Jesse Palmer did say, I'm just going to say this is the most dramatic. And we're like, yeah, yeah, Jesse. It kind of was. It was It was dramatic. Although I didn't feel like Jesse Palmer had a real handle on these women. Who could? These girls are cuckoo. It was the Shanae show. I mean, I'm surprised Shanae actually showed up. I, I mean, would, she I wants would, to go to paradise. I want to call That's it. Why. I'm going to change it. It's not the women tell all. The girls tell all. The girls. Yeah. They they felt they very acted. immature. It felt like they were told by producers, you step it up, you get all it out now, make this a good show. Oh, they if did. You have anything to say to Shanae, say it now. The venom that was spewed out by these women was crazy and almost to the point where it was too much. I mean, we wanted to see it, but it was like a, it was piling on Shanae. Now, I don't like Shanae. I think she's crazy bitch, but. It was a lot. But Shanae never like backed down, never apologized. Never. She's, she's, there's something crazy cuckoo about her. And if they think she's going to make it in paradise, they'll offer it, obviously. But it's going to be awkward. How is she going to survive? Who is she going to be friends with? Nobody. She didn't apologize for anything. She like doubled down on like, no, this is how I felt. You guys did this to me. It's her own reality. Yeah. I just wonder if they had to pay her extra to show up. Or if she just showed up because she wanted more TV time. Well, I think it's in their contract. Before, when they didn't show up, it was more COVID-related. This is, no, you show yeah, up. Yeah, but they, they're not everybody always shows up to the women in the mental hall. There's but I, always but some I think missing. It's, but I think, or maybe if it's work-related or something. Maybe, but there was not one woman that came to her defense, which was highly unusual. Not one. But she's awful, Gina. She is awful. Even Cassidy, her and Cassidy were close in the house and Cassidy was the first shit stirrer. But Cassidy said, at least I didn't talk about you girls behind your back. I didn't do anything. It was just like I was extra aggressive, extra forward with Clayton. But I didn't she talk about the rest to the of the other girls. Sinead told lies about the girls. And then when she got up on stage, first of all, they let her have too much airtime. Why Way did they, too much. Why did they put her on stage? Why did they give her a platform? I mean, well, she's her awful. and Genevieve, they brought them both up on, on purpose. Right. But but even Genevieve, she says, well, you were so sad that you left that next the next week you were sleeping with uh, Aaron. It was like, what? Did you hear Genevieve on ha Bachelor Happy Hour? Yeah. And she said that's not even true. She met him at a bar, at a, a social gathering. It was no big deal. And then Shanae started DMing Aaron and Aaron started telling Genevieve like is she this crazy like she's needs to stop but Shanae makes it sound like if you really loved Clayton if you were really in this for the right reasons when you left you should have hibernated for six months because you would be that distressed like like that's <laughs> what you need to do to prove yourself that you were really there for the right reasons no doesn't Come work on, that Shanae. way this is the bachelor. the bachelor jeez so we didn't really know about the Sarah situation during this reunion, the girls were saying that she was saying things to them that weren't true about Clayton. Right. Conversations they have, almost like you're the one, you're the one going to the end. And then they cried together. They kept focusing on the crying together. She backed it up and said, yes, we did cry together. He says, there's no way we cried together. I never cried with her. And then he took the, took it to like another, another level of, I'm so disappointed in her. I can't believe she said that about me. Like, Jesus. Yeah, but Clayton. when he came out, and Sarah got called out again about the crying. 
she completely backpedaled and she said, well, it maybe it wasn't at that time that, I mean, she completely changed her story. Yeah, but on Bachelor Happy Hour, she said, well, you know, they got so mad at me and I only told two people about that. My best friends in the house, which was like Teddy and somebody else. And so they told everybody. I wasn't going around telling everybody and I thought, I, I didn't believe oh, her. Sarah. Yeah, no. I didn't believe her. She didn't have a good reunion. Nope. God, and she started out so strong. Like people and she really did. liked her, but nope, no more. So there was the one girl that was really angry. <laughs> like she was she was yelling she at was everybody. Yelling at Clayton in particular. And she said to Clayton, I know what happens. We a lot of us know what happens or what went down. How could you do that? How could you treat these women like that? Like she was very angry at mm-hmm. him. And then, you know, he was sort of like, did some things wrong. By the way, this is before we saw the overnights. Right. So we're kind of listening like, God, why are they so mad at him? We know he slept with two of the women, but wow, they are really pissed. And then Teddy said, I just want to say that I also know what happens. And I just want to say that I hope that you're okay. And I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Yeah. I hope that you're okay. Oh, Sierra. Sierra said to uh, Clayton, Um, How dare you treat these women like that? So anyway, Clayton was very quiet, apologetic, said, I know I made a lot of mistakes. And then it was very strange. So Jesse Palmer focused a lot on him and didn't mention Teddy's relationship with him at all. It was Mm kind of like that wasn't special. But Serene and him, boy, you guys had a super connection. I'm thinking, I never saw the connection with you and Serene. No, not at all. Stop making them a thing. Yes, he met the parents, but that was it. Yeah, then that was the end of it. It was very interesting, and I'm very glad that they did the overnights the next night on Tuesday because it, it boy, all made sense. Boy, boy. Now a lot of people are saying, "Oh my god, the overnights went so slow." I was totally into these overnights. The I wanted to see the con- I wanted to see the connection with each girl because I really thought that him and Rachel? Katie. No, I thought that him and Susie, not Katie, the other name. <laughs> Katie, Susie, him. I thought him and Susie never really had a connection. I never felt it. But he kept saying, oh, me and Susie have such a great connection. And then the, the way they weeded through her her interviews through this entire episode, how she was starting to freak out. Like, is he telling these other women the same things he's telling me? I told him I was falling in love with him. Are they doing the same thing? I mean, like, it was throughout this entire episode, we were listening to Susie get more hyped up, get more scared. Yeah, and we should have known what the outcome was was going to be. So his first date was with Rachel, and they rappelled down a volcano, and then they spend the night together. I thought he really had an, a connection with Rachel. I thought the whole time that it was going to be him and Rachel. Going to be Rachel. He yeah. says he loves her. She loves him. That's that. Then he moves on to whoa, Gabby. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? But Gina. At the end, after they slept together. And we know they slept together. Yeah, yeah. We knew before he told us they slept together. She's on the balcony, and he's leaving She's like, I love you. And he goes, I love you too, Rachel. <laughs> Always. I mean, it was so there lame. Was such a, but it was such like a big heartfelt. I love you too, Rachel. <laughs> he was so into it. And we're like, yeah, all right. All well, right, he did Clayton. just have sex. Of course. And it was very good, apparently. And they're in Iceland. Yes, I was thinking about you. Uh, no, we were Did you go down? Did you? Where did they um, do? They went down a 400 foot volcano. volcano. And... No, we did not. Okay. That would be a little claustrophobic. No, we did not. <laughs> and then Gabby's the next date, and they do this dune buggy thing. Gabby's a little different. I freaking love Gabby. I think she's so 
funny. She's very different, very goofy. Yeah, she's very herself. off the cuff. She's completely herself. And that's what I like about her. It's very light and fun. They I, spend the night together in an igloo. Love that idea. That was cool. Mm-hmm. And we know that they slept together as well. Correct. And are you ready? I'm falling in love and it feels so good. <laughs> he loves he loves a yell at the end. But then afterwards he said, I love Gabby. So again, tells her he loves her. You know, the way that he professes his love isn't just I love you. It's very grand. I love and- yeah, it's like, okay, I believe you, yeah, right? I believe, I believe yeah, you. I, I, I believed you when you whispered it to me <laughs> as you were coming inside <laughs> of me. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Ugh. Jeez, it's this wine that I haven't had for Gross. four days. <laughs> and then Susie. Susie, Susie, Susie. He's so happy to see Susie. Suze. <laughs> Suze. <laughs> And they do that hot and cold thing, which she wasn't really into so much. Oh, my God. I wouldn't have been into it either. It was no. freezing. The body scrubbing and <laughs> she's tells, uncomfortable. He tells her he loves her. He says he loves her. But then they have the conversation and it all Ooh. goes south from there. The whole time as her interviews are weeding through this episode, she is saying, if he's intimate with the other girls, I can't see me getting there with him. I can't see it. I'm understanding her dilemma. I get mm-hmm. it. She is the last date. I just want to say up front, it wasn't the fact that he slept with the other girls for me. It was the, I love you mm-hmm. and slept with the other girls. And then he expects her, who he says, I loved her the most going in. Yeah. And when she says, I just want to let you know, if you were intimate and said these words to these other girls, because after he says, I love you, she was just like, huh? I mean, she was shocked. Well, yeah, she says she can't move forward. And then he says to her, well, you did say to explore other relationships. People are saying she should have made it clear long before the fantasy suite night that if that were to happen, that she couldn't move forward. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I necessarily 100% agree with that. Well, why is it up to her to tell him? Yeah. Like, oh, this is my boundaries. So the interview we heard with him on Ben and Ashley's show, Almost Famous. Mm Mm-hmm. He said he was in the bachelor bubble. He was in the world. He was in their world. In his mind at that point, exploring other options meant exploring the whole thing. And he is very into the sexual connection. That's part of exploring the other people. You know, but it's the way he did it. And it's the fact that he said he loved all three. Personally, I think he's very immature when it comes to relationships. I don't think it's... Not that it's impossible to fall in love with three people, but it's highly unlikely that you're going to fall madly in love with three people. And he said something I didn't like on Almost Famous. He said, Susie didn't adapt to the environment and I did. Fuck you. There's rumors that she didn't react so strongly because she was like, oh, good, I got out and I'm going to be the next bachelorette and I'm coming off kind of good. He also said... He thought that that's what was happening, that she wanted out, and he was in this mindset, like he was in this bachelor bubble again. He kind of makes excuses about being in the bachelor bubble. He makes a lot of excuses, and he said something else, too, and he said that if the physical part didn't work out with Susie, then Mm. he may have been more in love with Gabby or Rachel. Right, right. What? That's okay. That's okay, Gina. You know, I'm seeing some of these accounts out there who are backing him, and they're like, Susie just isn't his person. I'm like, fuck that line. It's just not his person. Yeah, not his person for now. He's saying, I loved her most. So if the sex was really good, then she's she's it. She's number one. 
Yeah. Now, maybe, maybe this is just okay. I don't know. They're saying, you know, in the past, nobody talked about fantasy suites and who slept with who. They've talked about it. I mean, back to Caitlin Bristow. Although well, she Nick Vial is the one that yeah, he brought it out. Let that go. <laughs> but apparently, this conversation that between Clayton and Susie was like a three-hour conversation. Yeah, and he doesn't like the idea that people are saying he gaslit her. And he even, totally he's like, did. I looked up the definition. He's an idiot, and I didn't do it on purpose. So it's not gaslighting. Doesn't mean you didn't gaslight her. I'm not saying you that was your reaction on purpose. I don't really give a shit. The feelings I have when I was watching this, I was fired up. Dan was extremely upset. He was like, if he loved her the most, he shouldn't have slept with those other girls. I know. He came over our house last oh, night. And God. He was, did, did you watch? Did yeah. you watch? He was very yeah. fired up. And then he said, if Susie goes back to him, and I'm like, but there's also rumors. And listening to him on the podcast, he... Doesn't yeah. speak badly of Susie. No, and he keeps saying, just wait, just wait, watch till the end. What you'll see, everything works out. And I'm like, does it? But there's also, it's live. So we don't know what happens. They are they are doing a live finale. So there's some stuff that's taped and then they're finishing live. Well, we see he tells Gabby and Rachel that he slept with all, both all, of them. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. And they're not happy. No. So they're not happy either. Do they have a right to not be happy? Why is everybody like, but Cole, but it's okay because he's the bachelor and he can do whatever he fucking wants. Have some fucking respect. Ugh, I'm very annoyed. What is it? I'm not making excuses. I'm just explaining my thought process. You're making an excuse for what you did and trying to frame it in the way that, oh, this was my thought process at the time. Also, I have a big issue with the way he acted because I think his ego was bruised and he had a, a tantrum. And if that's who he is... Yes. Goodbye. Oh, but he said it wasn't his ego. He also said, it's but I ego. was so burned by Shanae and Sarah. Oh, oh please. please. That was that was weeks ago, Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> now, what if it's Rachel comes back? Gabby's gone. Gabby's not going to put up with this shit. Gabby's going to be the next Bachelorette or she's going to Paradise. I can see Gabby I, I think she'll go to Paradise. If I were Rachel, I wouldn't come back. But they've done it before. I mean, we've seen the second... The second person, yeah, and but it's worked he, out. It's only, Ari, it, it's it's only not Susie because Susie walked. So now he's going to yeah. go back and get with Rachel. I'm actually, I'm actually super interested in this because know. nobody knows the ending because it's ending live. Like Ari, nobody knew the ending. True, true, because true. it ended live, and that was a good fucking ending. Well, I the whole season kind of sucked, but this is kind of the best part. I, I don't know how you can say like, oh, Clayton, it's okay what Clayton did. It's not okay. See, I don't see how the, anything he did was okay. The other argument is, this happens all the time. It was just caught on camera. Oh, does oh, really? it? This thing happens all the time where you've slept with two Like, <laughs> stop it. Bullshit. Stop it. Bullshit. Bullshit. All right. I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> Clayton. On Bachelor Happy Hour, Becca and Serena were all team Clayton. And that's because they're backed by the Bachelor, the Bachelor franchise. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. I would say that Clayton's interview on uh, the Almost Famous podcast actually asked him some hard questions. And Ben kind of did too. Yeah. And he wasn't nice about it. He wasn't, he's like pissed still. Yeah. And he seemed like he was very nervous and, and getting yeah. fired up as he was speaking when he was on Ashley and Ben. Yeah. I, I understand his frustration. I do. And if they cut and pasted a lot of stuff, I understand that also. What they didn't cut and paste is he slept with the two other girls and his reaction to what Sarah said. Yeah. Sarah? Susie. Susie. 
Sarah, Susie, whatever. whatever. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? Is, is this a three-part reunion? Shit, I hope It not. has to I'm, because we haven't seen Coach Shaw yet. Oh, right. I'm so over these ladies. Me too. I am now so over them. I feel bad for Lisa. <laughs> I kind of feel bad for Lisa, and I've kind of fallen off with Heather. Heather kind of mm. lied. I, about what? Well, I mean, she's she's it's a double standard. Stuff that she brings up. Mm. Yeah. She's very wishy-washy. Like, pick a side, pick a lane, and stick with it, but mm. she doesn't do that. Yeah, I'm just, I don't know. They're they're attacking Lisa. At least, listen, Lisa says some shitty things. She's done some stuff behind the scenes. She made some mistakes in like uh, Cameron's money, the amount of money he gave to Mary's church. It's all surrounding Mary and Mary isn't there. Mary's not so there. I'm not interested. Andy said, well, it seems like a lot of, a lot of these conversations happened off camera. How is that? And they can't be validated that way. So mm-hmm. Lisa is for sure a shit stirrer. She's yeah. trying to explain everything. She can't really explain no. it. She also can't keep quiet. She's trying to defend, defend, defend. And this whole thing with Meredith's dad's funeral. I don't understand what the big deal is. If you if it was this day or that day, if she was wherever she was at, who cares if when she answered the phone, she was actually at the funeral or in a hotel room that Be- same because time Because what they're trying to say is that Lisa's a liar. They're saying, Lisa, you said... Meredith said, I left my father's memorial to get the phone call. And Lisa's like, yeah, I did. And Meredith's like, why would I leave my father's memorial? Like, that doesn't doesn't make make sense. sense. And Lisa backed it up and said, yeah, that's what I said. It's like, she wouldn't have done that. Well, I think Lisa embellishes stories. Yes, I think she does. And that's the problem. That is what it is. She makes a good storyline, but it's not true. Like, Cameron mortgaged his house for $300,000 and gave the money to Mary's church. $300,000 maybe could have been the price of that. Who knows what that number was, but it really was just 10% of that. Yeah. So So what did he do with the rest of the money? Maybe he did. So $3? No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But it was a little rough listening to Meredith Meredith lawyer herself this whole time. Like, let me ask one question. And she's building on, I backed you up, Lisa. I was a good friend to you. How could you do this to me? Lisa did do the hot mic moment. Lisa says I did that because you made fun of my house renovations. That makes Stupid. zero sense. Stupid. I also don't believe that Lisa knew she was, that they were going to use that footage. Why would she go off like that? She was very heated. I think it, she couldn't help herself at that point. Right. She was done. This is the real Lisa. That's what I do agree with Heather. Heather's like, this is the real you. This is the you that I knew way back when. Mm-hmm. You talk shit about people behind their backs, even your best friends, apparently. This is the real you. Just own it. If As long as you're honest about it, like we can get past it. But Lisa will not admit that she's a horrible person. No, I think she Lisa, can't. Lisa's just a mean girl. She is, but so is Meredith. So is Jen Shaw. So is Jen Shaw. And Jen Shaw. Shaw's a fucking criminal. She's coming alleged. off pretty... Alleged. Alleged. Well, it's pretty... I mean, pretty factual, it's I pretty, think. Well, we'll find out more next episode. But yeah. I'm just over this whole... I don't... I don't care. Mary's not there. Mary is who we want to hear from. No. And Jenny, I, I couldn't even believe oh, she said this. She's, she's asking, why is Mary's church so interesting to everyone? Because like, you're Are not, you Jenny. You're not interesting. Are you kidding me? Have we, you seen what happens at that church? That's all we want to know is everything about that church. And then the whole thing about Cameron not being on the foster care oh, board. Who cares? He was going to be nominated, but he hasn't, wasn't he actually wasn't on, on the, the board. board. Was he on the board, Meredith? I think not. Okay, who the fuck cares? Why does it matter? So they're trying to say Lisa brought him on as a, quote, 
board member. Yes, of course she brought Cameron to introduce to you guys to talk about shit because that's what the show's about. Yeah. We want to know about the shit going on at the church. That's why she brought Cameron. Fantastic. Thank you, Lisa. She did her job. Lisa did her job on the show. What the hell the rest of you do? Yeah. Boom. It, it's, it's crazy. Again, fired up. <laughs> Can we move on to New Jersey? Yeah. Gina, every time you post something about uh, Louie Louis? or Louie and Teresa, people are going oh, crazy. People have a lot to say. Oh, we got a lot of fighting going on I on know. our Instagram in, page. In, in I'm scared. I'm scared. It's infighting. <laughs> One of them said like, fuck you or something. Oh, I was <laughs> like, wow. Oh, and who is sticking wow. up for Teresa? I mean, honestly. Well, they're like, why would you give Louie a chance? I would give Louie a chance. Listen, what we're seeing of Louie isn't doesn't seem that bad. I mean, we saw the way he talked to Teresa and that was like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. But we're also seeing he doesn't like to be on camera. He wants to be photographed with Teresa, but he doesn't want to be on camera because we'll see the real Louie. Yeah, there's something about him that's just a little shady. I'm a pretty good judge of character, Anne. You are. I have a shit detector that goes <laughs> crazy and I, I, I'm feeling it for him. Yes. Yes. Now, Tracy found her voice this episode. <laughs> Who? <laughs> you know, Tracy, what's well, probably Tiki Barber's it's wife. Probably the first and last time we will hear from Tracy Barber. But she told Teresa, like, yeah. you don't have your brother's back. And it's true. Well, we already know this about Teresa. Yeah. She has no one's back. No. No, uh, she always has the wrong, <laughs> the wrong back. <laughs> So Bill and Jennifer were invited to, to the pink party. They didn't go, which they stayed home, which good. Stay home. No, they weren't invited. Oh, did, Melissa, did I say that? Did, no, they weren't invited? Oh, I thought you said they were. Oh, no, they weren't oh, invited. Oh, no, they weren't invited. Yeah. So they had their own little party. I'd like to know what Jennifer and Bill's relationship is like now. now? What I didn't like mm. about this episode, to me, Jennifer is using this as an opportunity to have a storyline. Because you didn't have to talk about it, but you certainly didn't have to have your 14-year-old daughter mm, on camera like that. That was talking about it. That was some bullshit. And you could see the pain in that little girl's eyes. It made me so mad. Who would do that? And now that you say that, we've talked about the previous seasons. She uses her family for storylines. Of course. She used her brother who came out to her, the mother and it wasn't good. She used the mother and father's horrible relationship. I think it's only her third season on. And now she's using this... No, she didn't bring it up. Margaret brought it up. I understand why Margaret was so pissed. I was like, fuck you. I'm going to bring this up because Jen, you were pushing my buttons. I, yeah. I understand all that. Did Jen do that for a reason? Did she want this to come out? She's a total victim in all this, which is amazing for her. I think she knew that Margaret was going to probably bring it out. So she's she's using it mm. to her advantage because she knew her husband cheated on her. Yeah. And people are saying it wasn't 10 years ago. It was yeah, less more that. recent than that. He he gives me the creeps he, too. Well, I don't like when, you know, she constantly defends him. Like, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. He's a great husband. But is she doing that to look good? To be like, I will stand by my guy, which is fine. You already did. We don't care. Mm -hmm. Stop talking about it. Like, but I think she also wants to have the perfect family, the perfect right. house, the perfect this, the perfect that. And it's nothing is perfect. No, nobody is perfect. No. But when Dolores goes over and says, are you still in pain from this? And she starts to cry. She has not faced this. She addressed it with him. She said, as long as it's over, we'll move on. We'll never discuss it again. And she's never talked about it. Imagine that building up. Well, she never even told her mom or, or her anybody. sister. No, she's embarrassed. embarrassed. And she's mad at Margaret. Of course, for bringing it up. 
I, I do think it was shitty for Margaret to bring it up because of the children. The children would never have known if it wasn't brought up. However, Jen, you're the one who brought the family on the show. So yeah, I don't at, know. Look at I what don't, she did yeah, with no, she Evan was mean. and um, exactly. Jackie calling let, around, trying to get information. She was curious. That's well, a bunch let, of bullshit. Yeah. Let's talk about that. When the guys go out, I love a guy's night. The, the Jersey guy's nights are the best. Thank you, Evan, for having a fucking voice and really letting Bill have it. Because all of a sudden, Bill's going to defend his wife? Yeah. What? Oh, she's just being silly. She's being curious. No. No, she's she not. She called around. So was Margaret. Margaret was being curious. Well, we know. Don't we no. know how Margaret found out? Well, no. I told you that. Yeah. Dolores said something. But Dolores I don't, used to work. Yeah. But I don't. I, but. It stuff gets around. It's New Jersey. Stuff gets around. Everybody knows. Everybody. Well, even going back to Salt Lake City. Remember, they said, what did you mean about who's sleeping with who? Meredith said at the finale or whatever. Uh Uh-huh. She said, well, I have secrets about all of you and that I could tell. And then they went around. They're like, yeah, we've all heard rumors about everybody sleeping with people. So I guess all these housewives sleep with people. Oh, and you know what else? Jennifer said that her mom will be very upset at Margaret. Um, and not upset at Bill because she thinks men will be men. Yes. And her mom will want her to get revenge. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree because that's how, who Jennifer is. She's going to get revenge. I have a I have a theory in my mind. Dolores, she's talking a lot about Frank Sr.'s attitude, indiscretions, um, the more way he so treated than, her. More than ever. Do you think that's because he's getting so much love? And then she's like, you guys, we're at a good place now, but shit, he put me through a lot of crap. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I just had a thought about that because everybody loves Frank Sr. He's funny. But she also said he's a different person now than yes. he was back then. Yeah. He sounds like he was a real asshole. Well, clearly. Yeah. He left her when she was pregnant. When she told her parents that she broke up with David, the doctor, mm. and they were so sad was the dad wiping a tear i think so he's like she's part of our family well because david is so good to the family that was the issue david was good to everybody else but dolores i think david loved the family yeah not so much dolores yeah, or loved dolores <laughs> as part of her family yeah right they all love him now she said everybody talks to him but her now he's mad he's mad but that he's she got broke another up girlfriend well now but this was way back when, yeah, when yeah. they filmed this so when they were talking about it, all the guys at the guys night and they said, did you hear about the new allegations coming out about Louie? And is he still coming to the guy's night and all this shit? They're like, who said it? And Frank Sr. like, um, it was Anon. <laughs> Anon? Anon. <laughs> like, him saying Anon was like, oh, Frank. Coming from, uh, how did this make its way to you? So funny. So they were saying that Louie smacked like his kids. Yeah, or, or we, I heard that. You heard that, right? Yeah. I mean, In front of the, the his fiance. Yeah. Who knows what happened? Who knows what really happened? But Teresa doesn't stand up to him. No, she doesn't. And even the conversation with Gia, when Gia Mm. said, you know, you're moving too fast. I hope you're not going to go get engaged anytime soon. Maybe she sees something that we don't know. No, I think think they love him. Yeah, that was an interesting conversation with Gia. But yeah, I think they have a good relationship. They want her mom to be happy. But these rumors, and then uh, when Teresa said, well, they're bringing up old stories, old rumors, and, and Gia's like, who cares about the old shit? Eh, yeah. Gia, I don't know. You have some to pay attention. Stuff, some of this stuff I would care about right. if it came out. Especially when you've got young kids at home, mm-hmm. young girls at home. And he was engaged a few times. Not that being engaged a few times 
matters. But she was so upset at engaged 15 times. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. The double standard. It's crazy. But I did love Evan standing up for himself against Bill. Bill saying his wife's nosy. I think Bill said, well, we disagree. We may disagree on that. He's like, your wife is not a good person. What person does that? Goes behind people's backs and calls to try to get information. And would a good person do that? And he's like, well, I think it's time to leave. He's like, then go. Oh, that was yeah. good. Bye. See ya. But what are you supposed to say when somebody says your wife is not a good person? Uh, you're right. She, she's really not. Yeah. I mean, Bill was correct. He needed to go at that point. They were they were giving Bill a pass for all his indiscretions, whatever it was. They were like, right. Bill, we got you. You're one of the guys. But then Joey Gorga says, well, your wife needs to like calm it down a little they bit. They were kind of piling on. Bill. Although, I don't know. What would my husband say? He would probably say, yeah, she probably did cross the line. Let's not forget that Jen said the stories about Joe Gorga and that he's a criminal. Oh, right. So, I mean, that was pretty harsh shit. And it was against Joe. That he's a criminal. He doesn't pay his bills. He doesn't pay his vendors. That's why Joe's getting involved. He's not getting involved in girl business. He's getting involved in his own fucking business. Well, she's kind of said shitty stuff about everybody. Everybody. But she plays this victim so well. Oh, totally. That's why I can't stand her. I've never been able to stand her. I know. I kind of give her a pass because when I look at her and her eyes are watering and she's talking about Uh -uh. Bill. But then when I look at Bill and I'm like, fuck you, Bill. This all came to you. Maybe she was a great person before this, before you cheated. I think Jennifer is dealing very with insecure mm. and she's just looking to have something and she wants to make sure she stays, you know, anchored to this Housewives franchise because she's got nothing other than that. I do think she's good for the franchise. <laughs> she is very good for the franchise. I just don't like her. Also, better than like fucking Melissa and Joe. They just have their house. Yeah, they're, they're rebuilding. They're very boring. Yeah, they're boring. Their storyline is this and their sister, Teresa. That's their storyline. And Teresa's storyline is Louie. I mean, there's no other right. storyline with her either. Yeah. But Teresa's just so nuts. She doesn't get it. She's so fucking stupid. <laughs> she's oh stupid. my God. You cannot argue with Teresa because she's so out there. You can't argue with stupid Anne. No. <laughs> so true. All right. Let's talk Real Housewives of Orange County. Heather and Gina go to New York. Oh, we were texting and I said, oh. I, it's almost too much for me to watch Heather Dubrow on her fucking private jet. With her spoiled brat walking children. Walking around. Yes, they are. <laughs> Let's go to Syracuse, my alma mater. I have a live podcast I'm doing to talk about me. My favorite subject, me. It was too much. It was the Heather show. It was a lot. It was a lot. Gina is so in love with Heather. She doesn't see anything. But Gina's she's so, so excited going. to be around. Yeah, that's true. But she she's just so goes excited to be around Heather. And Heather just like treats her like a little puppy dog. Come on. I'm going to show you the world she, through my yeah. eyes. She treats her like she's less than. And then Heather's supposed to be like so much fun walking around the city, having some champagne, <laughs> eating pizza, pizza in the city, in the street. Dropping $20 Dropping bills. Dropping the 20s like the ones. <laughs> Whoa, she's crazy. So those girls back home, though, Shannon has the girls over for a what food tasting? I'm not sure. It was a cooking class. Oh, a cooking class. Nobody fucking wanted to cook. No, none of them know how to cook. Nobody knows how to cook. But Chef Shannon loves an outfit. Always trying to have fun, Shannon. Going to have more fun than those girls in fucking New York City is what she's going to do. She was jealous. It was pretty funny. Doctor Jen, I, I, I can't. You're so boring. She's sad because of her marriage. Obviously, she. I don't know. She's just off. She's off. She's unhappy. Noelle is a mean girl. 
Noella is a mean girl. She's real mean. Noella's awful. I can't stand Noella. She does make it all about Noella. Like even the shrimp. Oh, my shrimp wasn't cooked because Dr. Jen, you cooked it. Oh, God. Shut that was bullshit. Up. Shut up. Everybody else's shrimp was just fine. fine. Shrimp cooks in two seconds, by the way. Exactly. You're so fucking stupid, Noella. <laughs> She always feels like she's performing to me. Like oh, there's nothing authentic performing. about her. It's all a performance. But we got to talk about Heather's mother. Oh my God. It's Heather. It explains a lot. So much. Very uppity. I, I mean, love, you can just look at her and but go, But I oh. want to see the house that Heather grew up. I want to see Well, Heather's family had money. Did they? Oh yeah. I think they were wealthy. Oh, I don't know. Wasn't she from Connecticut? I mean, not everybody's wealthy who comes from. No, I know. But I think she, it's like a known thing that she. Well, her mother is ridiculous. And sitting at that restaurant telling the waitress, let me just tell you the arrangement here. The forks go over here. Like, you think that waitress fucking cares? She's being paid $15 an hour. Shut up, bitch. No, but we know the story that Jeff Lewis has told over and over about a time when he was with her and the way that Heather, and this is why they don't speak. The way that Heather treated the wait staff at a restaurant is exactly the way her mother acts. And she hates her mother, but she's just like her mother. And just like, oh, yeah. It's embarrassing. And then you have Gina's parents who are the sweetest people in the world. Love Gina. Down to earth. Down, yes. And she's a little uncomfortable because she can she can see that the people that they're with are just not her people. Not normal Not people. her kind of people. Not kind people. People. What's a dinner if you're not arguing and, and throwing things no at kidding. each other? Uh, well, the mother's like, I thought I'd be sitting next to Max. Who Max, cares? Do, Max doesn't want to sit next to you, you old biddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're so better oh, than yeah. everybody. That was actually a great scene, though. I loved seeing Heather's mom. It so was fantastic. Good. So good. Why haven't we seen more of her? Oh, shit. They're in New we York. We see other mothers. They're in New York. Bring mama out. Let mom live with them. I want to see Terry with mom. Mm. I'm sure she loves Terry. He probably kisses her ass. Makes some money. Bringing home the coins. Terry's a doctor. He's a doctor. All right, Summer House. Yeah, this is the part two of the... Anyway, this is uh, Kyle's birthday. No, it's not Kyle's birthday. It's... Well, it starts with Kyle's birthday because they're finishing up in Chelsea or wherever they were. Oh, right, right, right. They were at the pier. And Kyle made that freaking announcement like at my birthday party i want to tell all of my friends who are questioning our marriage back off we're happy and who knew carl was going to be the voice of reason like yeah you probably shouldn't have said that Mm, he's sober kyle i think if he curbed his drinking a little bit he might be okay i don't know we talk about this too often about his drinking that's all he's doing that's all we see him doing is drinking so they got married amanda and kyle they're on winter house again as a married couple. I don't think they should be included. Oh, I I can't wait to watch them on this fucking disaster. Sh- because they're married now. They got to be a united front. There's no fighting. There's no fighting when you're married. Are they going to be a united front? <laughs> Hell no. I don't think so. Hell no. So now Andrea's out. Craig is in. Paige is beside herself. She's so happy. She's I don't made- like Craig now. No, but. Don't like Craig. Also, having the conversation with Craig. And she was like, you know, I hate to say this, but I don't want to be, say we're exclusive, but we seem to get mad when each of us dates other people. And he's like, I don't like to say exclusive because the minute we do that, things can go wrong. And she goes, that's exactly how I feel. Bullshit, yeah. Paige. 
He's being kind of an ass. Because you know why? Kristen Cavallari is still in the wings. <laughs> he may want to sleep with her a few more times first. But what is it about Craig? Ugh. He's good looking. He's very tall. But once he starts talking the personality, I'm not seeing what these women are seeing. What about Austin? Why are these girls okay. fighting over Austin? Austin is even worse. He's awful. He's awful. Oh, catching the on-camera moment. Thank oh. you, Bravo, for keeping that. What a sleazeball. He's disgusting. He's gross. I, I, Sierra's so excited to see Austin. Mackenzie's coming for Carl. But when the whole Lindsay, Sierra, Austin Ooh. thing, both of them, Sierra's very, um, I didn't like her either. I no. mean, she's. And Lindsay kept mentioning Austin's coming for my birthday. So they have a dinner on their own because they're BFFs. You know? Well, Lindsay did that on purpose of to course. make a point. And then she told Austin, well, Sierra's been interested in Carl. She's been interested in Alex this summer. So you have nothing to worry about. And then the minute they see each other, obviously they're super attracted to each other. They start making out. And Lindsay's like, fuck. But then later on at Lindsay's birthday party, which I fucking love those costumes. I thought it was so that fun. Was great. The whatever it was. Fairy tale. Fairy, ethereal, something. Thing. Very tall thing. At one point, she's wasted. Doesn't matter. So is Austin. Hugs Austin. Starts making out with him. Said, I kiss everybody. Don't worry about it. Oh, she's doing it. <laughs> hoping that Ciara will see. But Ciara tells him, you are not sleeping in Lindsay's room. You are not sleeping in Lindsay's room. It, I don't know. Ciara, just... stop. So what do you think of Mackenzie coming? Mackenzie was funny. She comes with flowers, but then she was carrying those. She's like, I brought you flowers for your she birthday. She never gave them to her. She never gave her to no. her. She was carrying them around all over the place. So I realized, do you remember who Mackenzie left Love Island with? Was it the curly haired guy? No, it was the guy who looked just like fucking Carl. <laughs> oh, she was it? Yeah, she has an absolute type. Oh, I forget his name. Okay. Well, she left and then he left following her, but he was tall and he looked pretty much just like Carl. So she has a type funny so danielle brings that guy for maya though yeah but they don't really connect at they, least not well, on this episode Maya was like who is that guy he's hot and then they do a few shots but then maya's like okay yeah i'll be, maya I'll be back didn't seem like she was really interested i don't think maya's interested in dating hmm. i think she needs time she needs a break oliver was his name oliver he was cute i was dying when austin said that ciara looked look like <laughs> celine dion <laughs> <laughs> also once again luke background playing yep. guitar drawing like nothing now Lu there was a lot of talk about alex supposedly mm. somebody said oh alex isn't coming but then he was there yeah but they didn't really show him they didn't show him but he was there so they cut they, him out they're phasing him out i think so he's boring he's not exciting enough no he's boring you know what it is alex is too normal he doesn't fit in yeah he's not wacky enough nope um below deck I mean, I had to catch up on two episodes. Erica Rose is back. She's awful. <clears throat> Let me just say, I'm loving Below Deck. I think it's so good. I realize I do this with Below Deck. This is Below Deck's sailing yacht. Yes. I do this every season. I start out being like, I fucking love this show. It's so good. But I think the sailing yacht is better because it's smaller and there's not as many people. Yeah, and I like Captain Glenn. Yeah, there's not these people that are behind the scenes, like on the big below deck. There's all these engineers that you never see. Mm -hmm. Sailing lot, you see sailing lot. Sailing <laughs> yacht. I'm finished with my glass of wine. Sailing yacht, you see the engineer. And it's, One. Our, it's our friend, Colin. 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 I like Colin. But Colin has a new girlfriend. I want to see Colin not having a girlfriend. Although, he's, although I think he's, no, he's good. He's a little mature. Yes. You know, I don't think he's going to go crazy. I have a crush. Who do you have a crush on? You have a crush? I have a crush this season. 
Marcos? Yes. Yeah, I kind of like Chef Marcos. Chef Marcos is so cute. He seems like a good, nice person. Good person. Great story. Wow. Yeah, and that was a crazy story. He worked for uh, like the president of president Venezuela. President of Venezuela. Then, what did he say? That he cooked for the president, then he left. But they didn't he realized, want him to leave, yeah, right? Yeah, he, he was like a dictator, and he's like, I can't work for this guy. So he left working for him, and nobody leaves working for that president. And so he was afraid he would get killed, so he fucking left. His family and everything. Everybody, and escaped to america god can you imagine or i don't know if he escaped to america but <laughs> he, he escaped. escaped somewhere he, he escaped ended up somewhere so we learn that ashley is mature and she's not into guys her own age oh she was annoying keep it pushing tom keep, yeah sorry tom you're the same age but ashley's not going to be into you because she's not interested in people her own age so poor tom i know poor tom the first night he gets but, so wasted he throws up and he's bunking with fucking Glenn, who Glenn is great, but you don't want to be the young 20, what, what is he, 21, 22? Mm, is he that young? I thought he's he was young. 25. Bunking with chef or with uh, Captain Glenn. And throws up all over his bathroom floor and has to clean it. It's oh, bad. I felt bad for him. So then Erica Rose and her family, we get to fucking meet her husband who oh. is wackier than she is. I wouldn't say wacky. What, I wouldn't. Would you say? I would not use wacky asshole. Yes, he is. He is a worse version of her. I mean, they're kind of meant for each other. But he started out so nice. Erica Rose, her husband, and the Erica mom. Rose's mother, who got kicked off a flight on her way there because she's so awful. They vomit words from the mouth. They they will talk to anybody who will listen. And these poor people on the boat have to listen to them because they're being paid to listen to them. He's awful. But the first night there, he's like, the food is amazing. This is the best meal I ever had in my life. The next morning, and here's what I think. Did you see how they separated that that yeah, with a, like a black piece of fabric. Yeah, like the mom was sleeping in the other on the other no, side. No, they put that girl said, "I'll sleep with earphones on." So they had their master separated by a black sheet, which seemed fine in the beginning. But now all of a sudden, her little friend is sleeping on the other side of the sheet. That's weird. He did not like that. He was not getting sex, and he did not like what was going on. So in the morning, it was all Erica Rose's fault. They talked to her and they said, "What do you want to have a brunch? Big brunch at eleven. Fantastic." That chef should have known. These ladies, these me- this one male and these ladies need food in the morning. Well, they all had alcohol the night before. Yep. So, I mean, they should have had have a little something. something. Have some muffins. A have little something croissant, available. A little something. Yes. Also, we didn't talk about last week's people, the very first charter, where they ate so much oh food. Oh, my God. They, he couldn't cook enough food uh, for uh, those people. And the one guy was very inappropriate with, yes. what's her name, the one girl? It is. Gabriella. Yes. He was very inappropriate. And he was... He was gay. He was gay, but he was asking her all these sexual questions. He did apologize the next day, but wow, that went... It was weird. That crossed the line. Oh, they have Kelsey, the girl deckhand. She's like a non-entity at this point. She's quiet. I don't really care about her. No, she's quiet. No, they all say she's weird. Like Captain Glenn said she's weird. Really? Yeah. He goes, I love Kelsey, but she's kind of weird. She's a really hard worker. Like she's a perfectionist. She wants to do everything right, Mm -hmm. make sure everything is shiny and clean. Yeah. So, so what's wrong also, with yeah. Chuck, Charles, her Chuck. husband? What's wrong with him? What, what, is he an attorney too? I can't imagine. I don't think so. He seems very off. Chuck is just a fucking asshole. I think Chuck <laughs> grew up poor. He said the, the dinner the night before, he said, was the one of the top 
five in his lifetime. And then the next day he was so pissed. He was pissed at the omelets that had tomatoes in it. Make me another. Made another. This is even worse. I've had better food at the ballpark. Exactly. <laughs> Go back to the fucking ballpark, asshole. That's where you Have belong. Have your hot dogs. You want a fucking <laughs> hot dog. You don't want real chef food. Ugh. And he eats like an animal. Did you notice? Like he shoves yeah, food exactly. in his mouth. He's like... He He's wasn't awful. raised. Yeah, he wasn't raised with money. He's I'd pretending. I'd like to know what he does. We'll look it up. We will look it up. But what a weird thing to bring your mother, your best friends, and your husband. Like, that's a weird One guy. combination. Yeah. Make it a girl's trip. Leave that guy at home. No, he wanted to be on TV. See, he's... Ew, he's gross. I but I've never seen him before. Of I mean, course she's, not. Why would we? Well, I mean, she's been on a lot of stuff. But he wants his due. It's like, you already did that. You were already on TV. Let me have a I chance. Just, can you imagine those two as parents? Like, it's weird. Okay. No, I just thought about this. He's fucking playing it up for the TV. He wants to be the one. Oh, he's so pissed she's getting all the attention. Oh, maybe. Uh-huh. Maybe. Aha. Uh-huh. You might be on to something, Why Anne? did it take me so long? The fucking glass <laughs> of wine I had. Oh, you want to talk about a little bit about Miami? So the reunion, I'm just going to jump to the reunion. I've watched the first part of the reunion and it's a lot of Larsa. It's a lot of Larsa's ass. Is it real? Is it fake? Yeah, what do you think? We don't know. She showed a picture that the ass is real. Like she had it a long time ago. Did it look real? I mean, did it look like there was no change? Well, she was sitting on it. (laughs) (laughs) But it was an ass. How do you tell? It was an ass. I don't know. I mean, she says that she had her lips done. She said that she had um, her boobs done. I don't know why she would. I don't know why she would lie about having the ass done. The ass. If you look at the ass and we've seen it from behind. It looks like all the other asses that have been lifted and had the Brazilian butt lift. And she says she's working out a lot. But she had a little help. I think it's a little enhanced. Okay. Did have the Kardashians ever admitted to having their asses done? I don't no, think they have. They they said they didn't have implants, but we all know they've had like fat transfer or whatever mm, they do. Okay. So maybe she considers a fat transfer right. not plastic right. surgery. Yeah, there's certain things like they say if you had anything done, if you have Botox or even fillers, people will be like, no, I haven't had anything done. Yeah. So maybe it's that. I mean, their asses are not. If you look at the Kardashians especially, it's the same kind of ass. They never had those asses 15 years ago. Well, and... Kylie, Kylie does has nothing. She's super tall. Kendall and thin. doesn't have it, but oh, Kylie, sorry, Kendall, Kylie, yeah, and, all of a sudden, Courtney doesn't have ass. it either, right? So, yeah, it's not their ass. No. Anyway, at the beginning of the reunion, it was pretty funny because Lisa is a major pain in the ass. She's wanting her own room for hair and makeup, and like she's a total diva. Who does she think she is, by the exactly. way? Exactly, exactly. Like, you're Miami. You barely got picked up in your own peacock. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So they're waiting and waiting and Andy's getting pissed. Yeah. He is getting and he's pissed. Just, she's taking her time getting the dress on. Oh, yeah. And then she comes out and but, she's like, well, can I have a minute to put on my jewelry? And he's like, no, come on. Come like, on. get your jewelry on. Let's go. He was really pissed. I do have to say, though, being on Peacock, you are being seen in a bigger audience. Yeah, because it's it's, it's across worldwide. the world. Right. Yeah. Although you have to subscribe. Yeah. So Larsa comes at Nicole about having a child out of wedlock, about, you know, that whole comment that she made. And, I, you know, I don't understand. I mean, I think it was a pretty rude comment yeah. because I'm sure Larsa has plenty of friends that have had kids out of wedlock and it's rude to everybody. It was more that Larsa was pissed that Nicole was saying that she was like kind of sleazy for being on OnlyFans. But Nicole's engaged now. 
Nicole's engaged. Yep. She didn't tell any of the girls because mm-hmm. she released it to people online. So yes. they kind of gave her some crap for that. Right. Right. Her um, publicist told her she should. And uh, Lars is taking credit. She goes, I think it's because of me because I made the comment. <laughs> okay, Larsa. <laughs> but we got a lot of the story of... Um, oh, Julia. Julia's story. Yeah, that was something. That story was just something else. Jacques from the Unpopular Podcast did mm-hmm. a whole deep dive on this story. Yeah, it's, you should listen to it because yeah. it's really good. She's been through a lot. Her son died from shaken baby syndrome and the nanny is gone. Right. And she says that her husband brought the nanny in and said she was a nurse and she was this and that. And she really didn't have a say in it. And it's a very sad story. And the nurse has never been found. No. Disappeared. Yeah. Very sad. And then Adriana won't let up on Larsa and the Kardashians and that she wants to look like the Kardashians. And then Andy says... Well, you know, you your your voice has changed. Like you kind of sound like Kim K. <laughs> God. And then and what, what, she said, she says, "Well, you know, when you hang out with people, but she hasn't hung out with her for years." No, no. <laughs> I mean, that was kind of a bullshit yeah. excuse. When you hang out with people, you just you kind just, of adapt their ways. That's right. I am still surprised that Adriana and Marisol are friends of, and they're brought in for a short period of time and then whisked off they're the ones who created the most drama this season it make, doesn't make sense to me and they're original cast members yeah i wonder why that I, is I'm, i i still don't understand that. it's a good cast i like the cast i hope yeah, they I keep do. the same cast yeah and and andy asked alexia a lot of questions about the sun yeah. and what happened he didn't hold back but she's still she's gonna back defend him, him as any mom i guess yeah. would but she doesn't think that because andy asked do you think he has anger mm. issues no when he mm. when he beat up that homeless person his brother was in intensive care or something yeah, there's excuses 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 yeah. so yeah because it's no big deal you know when, when i get bad news gina i walk down the street and i beat up people <laughs> yeah yeah. I do that a lot. That's how I get out my uh, my, my emotions. Yeah. God. So, yeah. So that so was So is there that. one more episode of that? There's two, I think. Oh, there's two more. No, no, no. There's two total. Oh, two total. So, I, yeah. I like Miami. I just forget because it's on Peacock. I and forget I don't have too. It taped. It's going to come to Bravo, I yeah. bet. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think it's really good. I like the cast, but I just, for some reason, there's so much on that. I just it's forget. too much. We have too much. We have too much. Let's end with maths as we normally do. Dr. Viviana comes to visit Lindsay and Mark. Lindsay's a whack. She's a whack, but I don't love Mark. Don't love Lindsay. I think they're a horrible couple. They should not stay together. When they sent them that basket. They sent them all that. Ba- well, they sent a couple of couples. A couple of the, the bondage that stuff. basket. He was putting the ball. Like, it's not comfortable putting the... The ball gag, the ball in, gag in. But he couldn't put it in. He couldn't open his mouth big enough to even put it in. And you he's think like, that's what it was? Yeah. He has a small, tiny mouth. Oh, I thought he said he was going to gag. Well, yeah, how do you gag on a ball? It's a ball. <laughs> it's not going to fuck. And it's strapped. I wouldn't know. Either. Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. I'm just imagining. Boy. <laughs> but Dr. Viviana said to Lindsay, stop being so rude to him. If you want to sleep with him, stop being so rude to him. She's very passive aggressive. Oh, and aggressive. She's all over the place. But then Lindsay will say things and I go, you're right, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Right on point. She just says too much. She That's says too what it much. Is. She says way too much. And the way she says it is just She needs bizarre. to shut up. So did you watch the after show? No. Oh, you'll have Which to watch it. Yeah. Well, she started talking about Mark and Again? Alyssa texting Mark. 
and them meeting up on the roof what? because apparently Alyssa's still in that apartment. Oh god. Oh no. That's wrong. Yeah. Um Elijah Wan and Katina, this was hard for me because once again he's making excuses, but then finally Dr. Viana Viviana breaks it down and we we know now why. She doesn't give him enough. Fuck Clayton, that's all I got. Fuck Clayton. <laughs> if they get together, I'm gonna be pissed. Dan, would you like to say a few words about The Bachelor? Really frustrated. Yes, Clayton is a, an, an asshole. <laughs> He's an asshole. And I think if what I've heard, the rumors are correct that uh, Susie is going to come back to him. I'm going to be very upset at her. Very upset. I mean, how can he get away with that? That was one of the worst things I've ever seen. He is he's a misogynist. He is a gaslighter. He's an MFer. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Dan. Goodbye. Drop the mic. Okay, Elijah Wanna <laughs> I liked when Dr. Viviana said all of the things you're saying about her not being good as a wife, not doing wifely things, like she's not ready to be a wife. She was like, All of your thoughts are archaic and flimsy. And mm-hmm. I thought, oh, that was so good. She broke them down and it was like, Okay, so you what you feel is you're not getting anything back from her. And I realized she's not giving him anything. She gives him nothing. She doesn't say anything. She's trying. And she's telling she's us afraid. she's trying. She's afraid. She's been hurt. She's been abused. She's been verbally abused in the past. And he's using those words and she can't take it. She's shutting down. But why use the cooking and the cleaning? Because that's all he has? That's all he has. Or, or it's an excuse. I think it's an excuse. Well, I think it's an excuse too. But they got past it. Once they broke down... They they actually moved forward. Well, she did good. something nice. She did a movie night, which right. he was just you know, very kind of emotional about. He was so happy about God, it. It was so easy because too. he just wanted her to do something for, for him. him. He feels like he's doing everything, which I don't think he is, by the way. I don't think he's he is treating either. her like shit. And I'm not sure if he said it in the after show or if he said it here. But he said she works at home. She's home all day and nothing gets done. That would be annoying. Yeah, of course. But. They're well, on a good track. And I think, I think they, they possibly have sex. sex. Yeah, I think After they After the ball gags at home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Jasmine and Michael. I know what you're going to say. She's a bitch. She's, why didn't Dr. Viviana call her on all her shit? What are we not seeing? Because how could it go from they're fine and then it just, on a dime, it, it changes? Basically, they have communication issues. She wants him to communicate more. When he communicates... She leaves and, and shuts it down. She doesn't like it. She doesn't want to hear anything negative about her. Well, then Dr. Viviana mentions, maybe you should journal. And he goes, okay, maybe we should journal. Okay, mm-hmm. that sounds good. So Viviana leaves. He says, so I think it's great. We'll start journaling. And she goes, well, I'm not journaling. I don't need to journal. We can just talk like this. If you need to journal, you can bring your journals to me and we'll talk about it. Wow. Yeah, I use my words, she said. I have I have no problem using my words. I don't need to journal. I feel like he's trying. I do. There's nothing she unless we're... shutting him off. Totally. And unless we're missing something huge, I don't see anything aggressive about him. He's exhausting. She's exhausting. He was aggressive in the beginning, but she turned and it's never been okay since until they did the yoga. But that's what I mean. It's so weird because she goes from one extreme to yeah. the other. When he was talking to her about journaling, her... Eyes were rolling in the back of her head. She was such a bitch to him. So mean. So mean. And then she had to step away. I I don't understand her frustration. I I don't understand it either. She says she's not feeling it 
feeling the attraction. She's not attracted to him. Yeah. I think she's angry on the inside because it's not some a yeah. person that she yeah. wants. Yeah. And she's taking it out on him. And it's not his fault. I don't think it's his fault. I mean, he's trying. I just feel like he's trying and she's not. Yeah. But you know what's interesting is when they when they had the girls and the guys night and they were doing the... Um, the ice hockey and they he rated their relationship a seven out of ten. I know. And she said I, I can't even rate it. Yeah. She no, that's sad. It is sad. I feel bad for Michael. I do too. I mean, he's been through a lot. I don't really know what she's been through. What has she been through? We know his story. What's her story? Well, we know why she was single now. <laughs> <laughs> Woman power. Yeah, she's hard to I'm like. Sorry. She's, she's, hard she's to just like. hard to like. Yeah. So Noy and Steve. They're, are they trying to make them have issues? Oh, I don't know. But I I get her wanting him to have a job, wanting to know there's a stable, committed man. Like, if they're going to bring kids into this, I want to know that we're both stable. He's like, you don't think I can get a job? It's like, I don't know you. I just met you. You haven't had a job since I've met you. How do I know? And then he said, you have never cooked or cleaned. I'm doing that now. So you don't know what you'll be missing. I feel like that she's was like, kind of lame. Yeah, it's like, dude, I, I think she knows what she'll be missing. So it's a it's an apartment. It's two of you. It's well, not that what, difficult. What does he do all day? Like, is he she's working at home? Cooks what does he do? He cooks and cleans. Weird. But I mean, I think they are making issues because they seem to really like slash love each other. Yeah, I think so. He just needs to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> so then the rumor was that he's like a millionaire. What? That's Who, where did that I come just, from? I saw it on my Married at First Sight Facebook page. A millionaire? He was a <laughs> like, sales engineer. That, no, is it possible that he made so much money as that, a sales engineer? I don't know. They, I mean, he's not. What if he worked for like Facebook or Amazon or something like that? And he was sales an engineer. engineers just go out. To, are you sure it's a sales engineer? I'm pretty sure. Oh. They go out and show whoever purchased the equipment how to work it. You know way too much about this job. Well, because I, I know that title. <laughs> But I don't think he's a millionaire unless no, he was, was doing something. That else. was the joke. Was like, would she be okay if he was actually a millionaire? It's like, yeah, I don't, yeah, then okay. I don't think so because the parents were like, "How is she going to feel that you don't have a job?" It's like, yeah, if they knew he had all that money, they wouldn't be so worried about right, it. Right, right. Yeah. Who do you think is going to make it at this point? Oh, did you uh, see the previews? Ooh. Yeah. So what? So is there a Katrina that we don't know? Katrina. Katrina and Elijah Wan, the preview for K- Katrina and Elijah Wan, he sees something on her phone. Oh, Katina? Kat- what did I say? Katrina? Kat- <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we see something on the phone. I don't I think It could have been nothing. I think it's a cut and paste. I think, think so? It's, yeah. Because she got pissed. There's no way Mark and Lindsay are going to make it. I don't think he wants no. to stay with her. I think Noy and Steve. I think Noy and Steve. Jasmine and Michael will not. No. But I do think that Elijah Wan and Katina will make it. I think Elijah Wan and Katina and Steve and Noy. And that's it. And that's it. Mark is counting the days. <laughs> Mark, Mark is like, <laughs> when is this nightmare over? How about when she was like, so he had sex with me in the beginning and then he didn't. And then the other night he ripped off my clothes and we had sex, but it was like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And didn't please me. I have millions of men who would like to please me. Oh, and she didn't she say like um, uh, high rollers or yeah, something yeah. like that? Like, okay, Lindsay, why'd you come on the show then? Okay, Lindsay, what, what you know, big time guys are going after you? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> who's she talking about? But then she tells Mark, because Mark's like, she always talks about these guys that would woo her. Who? 
Yeah. Who, 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 who you? Who woos? <laughs> who woos? <laughs> Is that it? Did we finish Gosh. it? I am done. Wow. We, we are, are done. done. Any big weekend plans, Anne? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Nada. Nothing. Same here. I believe we'll be spending one evening together then. Yes, probably. <laughs> Don't forget to rate us on Apple and Spotify. I saw we got some good ratings on Spotify. Oh, good. People yeah, they're rate not us. Written. They're not written, but hey. Five stars, whatever. It you takes can do. like two seconds to write a review, honestly. Just or just to even push five stars. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's it. That's I'm it. Have a nothing. good week. I got nothing for you. You got Bye. nothing. Bye. There is nothing like a dame. Nothing. 